Hey, this is Mike and Tom from Ballpark Bros. You're listening to another great show on the Four Eyed Radio. Check us all out on FourEyedRadio.com. Greetings, true listeners. We are back with another episode of the Lombox Cast. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Longbox Cast. It's time to catch up on comic books, pop vinyls, superhero shows, which I'm starting to believe that the CW should just call themselves the DCW at this point with all the freaking shows they're collecting. Longbox Cast. Too many issues for a short box. Alright, we are back. It's gone. We skipped a week. My wife had other plans for my birthday. Apparently Steve was part of those plans, but unfortunately plans never fully work out. Yeah, which sucks because we had a great plan where basically I was actually bringing podcast equipment and we were going to sit down and record at least two episodes together. Mm-hmm. We're uh, probably going to record this episode and possibly our 100th episode. That's what my plan was, um, and then uh, shit fell through on uh, on my uh, with the place that I work for. They were like, "Nope, you can't fly out because uh, we oversold flights." So f you, Steve. Though I guess it was kind of a good thing, like you said, because your hurricane hit. Yeah. And, uh, what your wife had planned uh, was really kind of cool, but then like she was like, "Well, I guess we're just staying inside if you come," and yada yada yada. So I figured we we're going to make probably more plans later to meet to fly out. Maybe have a little bit more time out there and actually do a little bit more things in uh, in your neck of the woods. Uh, but it, she scared it scared the crap out of me when I got the message from her. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I'm looking at it going like, I don't know who this person is. <laughs> what are they? And then I realized the last name. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, oh. But it was like, <laughs> it scared the crap out of me when I was at work. I'm like, who the hell is this? <laughs> nice. But nah, so I, that was really sweet of you guys. Um, I remember coming home, and what was funny was like I'm driving home from work, and I'm like, "What are the odds of Steve sitting on my couch right now?" Just, and I'm I'm like half expecting it and whatnot, and I walk through the door, and I'm thinking, "All right, if I say, honey, I'm home," I wonder if he'll actually respond with, "Hey, honey, how's it going?" or something like that, because I know you. I, I was planning on, if everything worked out well, I was planning on having a Deadpool costume on. <laughs> just laying on your couch like, oh, hello there, Jared. I'll uh, take a long, fully loaded. Unfortunately, my wife is creeped out by masks. Oh, really? Yes, yes, she's terrified of them. So I rarely ever get to wear my Deadpool mask. Uh, Power Ranger helmet. But yeah, no, it was it sucks so much because I found the perfect flight out. Like I was literally going to land in uh, Virginia Beach mm-hmm. like at uh, 2.30. Mm-hmm. And then that was she was gonna pick me up, and then we'd go back to your place, and then we'd wait for because she's like she he doesn't get off till five, so I'm like okay, cool. So it's like I planned everything out perfectly, and then yeah, was, the funny part is we I keep I keep blaming Matthew for it because uh, <laughs> it's Hurricane Matthew, uh, yes. which was great because so, but yeah, so this is what happens. This is why I can't have nice things. Yeah, yeah, this is true. But it's all good. Um, we got our episode here. Hopefully, we'll be able to. Uh, record our 100th episode live together i hope we'll see how things go um because right now we are on episode 88 we got yeah, two more episodes to hit 100 and then we can finally retire because fuck this shit well that's what i did with arcade bros yeah i got to about like a episode 101 finally and then i still haven't got it though hopefully things might be coming back with that uh yeah, cool. show 
but we'll yeah. see what happens with that. Yeah. Um, so obviously I got to do this part here because if I don't, I'll get yelled at. So Go you ahead. can find us on www.longboxcast.com, part of the Four Ride Radio Network, The Fern. For more information, visit fourrideradio.com. You can visit us on longboxcast.com, but I'm pretty sure we still have yet to update that shit. No, I have not touched that. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, so to listen to the show, you can find us on fourrideradio.com, like I just said. Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. That is a mouthful, f- mouthful, folks. Wow, that's a tongue twister right there. They're saying that 10 times. We are brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustrations and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. And also make sure to visit the Sasquatch.net, that's S-A-S-Q-U-A-T-C-H dot N-E-T. And make sure to click on the Amazon banner and shop like you normally do, so this way we can get some extra cash to keep producing these episodes that you barely ever listen to. And as you know, we are also proud supporters of Comic Block. Oh, wait, shit. Oh, it's doing so good. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, I was going to take it over for Comic Block. So check this out. So if you want this monthly subscription block called Comic Block, you actually just go to our Facebook page. Just go to www.facebook.com backslash longboxcast, and there will be a Shop Now Sign Up button. You click on that, boom, brings you the Comic Block, and you sign up for this monthly subscription block. So every month you have a birthday, you get a cool box, has a bunch of themes going on for comic books and whatnot. You get a T-shirt every month, and it's a cool way. You get some swag. We get some, we get some kickback, and it's all good, clean fun. Yes. Now, I had seen a comic, and I quickly thought it was Comic Karen then as I was reading. And as you know, we are proud supporters of Comic Care Comics. Just donate those comic books that you no longer need to children who need a good, uplifting spirit right about now. Um, Don't send them crappy comics because no one wants to read those. I can guarantee it. But, yeah, go to – if you don't even have comic books, you know what? Go to – uh, pawn shops or any place like that that might actually sell uh, electronics or whatever. They might actually have a small little section for comic books. I know there's one by me that sells comic books, 50 cents each. They're all from like the 80s, 90s and whatnot. So it, cheap way. And you never know if you say that you're donating the comic books, maybe they'll help you out a little bit and give you a little bit more of a discount. Uh, I, I can't speak from experience, but you never know what happens. Just be nice and say you're wor- uh, helping out some kids. Yeah, Everyone and, loves it's, kids. and it's also tax deductible, so. Yes, yes. Just make sure that you write down the price of the comic book that it says on there and give it to your uh, people that you do your taxes. So, yeah. Without further ado, we are back. Like I said, episode 88, we've got a big episode. We're going to talk about some of the TV shows that came out. Luke Cage, Supergirl. Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and maybe Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I don't know. That's been kind of meh to me lately, although Ghost Rider's been kind of cool. Yeah, I've only seen the first episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. so far. i got to catch up on those well, as well. I can tell you, I was wrong. I thought they were going to use Ghost Rider once and then bring him back for like the mid-season. He's been in every yeah. episode so far. It's been really cool. Okay, so I'm thinking they probably realize this might be their last season, so they need to hook. Yeah, I think that's exactly what Ghost Rider is right now. So, 
Yeah, uh, that's about it for news on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I kind of just gave up on that show after a while. It's been kind of meh to me. Um, well, the problem made. is, like, well, the biggest thing uh, I, I've been noticing, and I noticed this uh, before, we're, we won't, I'll just touch upon this real quick, but with Luke Cage. Yes. Luke Cage, right in the beginning of the episode now, right when the intro, it says Netflix, you know, Netflix Marvel original, and then also says ABC productions now attached to it mm-hmm. now i'm wondering if this is abc's way of finally going okay we really need to start incorporating these netflix shows with our universe because our universe isn't doing well on television and we well, know that i have heard rumors now don't quote me on this or whatever i've heard rumors floating around that punisher may make an appearance later on in agents of shield i've heard that too yes so i would love to see that happen um, do I think it will happen? Honestly, no. I don't think it'll happen. Would I love to see it happen? Hell yeah, I would. But I'm I'm keeping my expectations low. Uh, I found that seems to be the best way to go about things. Uh, I enjoy the Fantastic Four movie that way. So keep your expectations low, and you won't be disappointed, kids. That's what I say on dates, too, with women. Keep your expectations low. Mm. Um. But yeah, so that I, I have heard that rumor. I touched upon that. I think I heard that from another person who was on one of our podcasts a while back on Socially Awkward. He mentioned that, okay. that like he would might be showing up at the end of Agents of Shield, and I'm like, okay, so this is how you're going to try to incorporate mm-hmm. that crossover. Which uh, to me, it's a no brainer. Now, granted, yes, the Netflix shows are a little bit more adult orientated than Agents of Shield. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because Agents of Shield obviously. Well, is on- television so agents of shield has also bumped up an hour and at their it's got i don't want to say it's gotten grittier but there was a scene in the very first episode where the guy gets slashed by ghost rider and just like blood splatters all over the car yeah you wouldn't see that normally in like the first three seasons this season it's like holy shit they just did that okay so i'm not saying it's gorier but i think after the success of deadpool and how people want this, I think they're starting to go, okay, maybe we can get away with this just a little bit more, but not too much. That's maybe why they bumped up an hour. Yeah, and I, and I agree with that, and I think it's actually uh, interesting um, because it's like we, even when you watch like Daredevil and Luke mm-hmm. Cage and Jessica Jones and stuff, yes, it is a lot more adult-orientated, but it's not like they're really pushing the violence. They're just showing you like this is the world that they're in and it doesn't take away like that's like deadpool deadpool like it yes it was gory it had its Mm -hmm. violence but it's like it's also this is also kind of like a deadpool comic and that's how they go sometimes Mm -hmm. uh that's what i'm hoping that agents of shield is like they're still keeping to the thing they want to show a little bit more like of the grittiness of maybe going like hey the marvel universe isn't all sunshines and flowers and stuff like that there is some (laughs) a little dark but i don't want them to also go to the extreme of like okay we need to put more violence in this to get you viewers it's like no no no, that's not what we're asking for what we're asking for is for you to guys just give us a good storyline and stop bullshitting around the fact of like uh, yeah yeah, the avengers are in our universe but not in our universe you know kind of shit exactly so um speaking of you know the netflix series and whatnot we actually did get from new york comic-con a trailer for iron fist yes okay your thoughts I'm I'm excited for it. Um, I've been a fan of Iron Fist for to- some time now. Uh, I think he's a really cool character, Danny Rand. Um, should be very interesting to see how they go about it. Uh, but so far, okay, now, I-, I like what I see. Now, um, I'm guaranteed it might be kind of like a – and I'm not comparing it to Daredevil because right off the bat, let me just say, every single one of the Netflix series are very 
different from each other and not saying like in a bad way, but like they all do their own unique thing, which I'm actually really enjoying. Mm -hmm. So this one, like what I was going to say, I'm not comparing it to it. I'm just mentioning it. So with Daredevil at the end of the season, he got his costume. How do you think they're going to go about to do this with Iron Fist? Do you think they're going to do his full blown costume or they're going to have to think it'll probably like Daredevil. He'll probably get his green and yellow at the end or something like that, because Obviously, he's already got the powers of the Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. So my guess is he's going to start beating up bad guys or something like that or trying to protect the city. Kind of like a Green Arrow-ish, mm. almost. How, you know, I'm trying to save my city, you failed my city type deal after yeah. being away for so long. Because he wasn't, now, obviously, he wasn't stranded on an island or anything like that. He went away to a mystical place to learn uh, Kung Fu and learned how to uh, the Iron Fist, obviously. Yes. With that being said, I mean, well, he'll probably come back, be like, oh, and he's obviously he's also rich too, so this is literally going to be like Arrow at first, I guarantee it. So the question I have with it, is it going to be Arrow or is it going to be more of this is like, you know how, so there's Batman and Oliver Quinn, you know, Bruce Wayne and Oliver Quinn. I'm saying this is going to be more like Arrow but like the show, like the very first few episodes where he's coming back from the island and oh, like okay. he's killing people that have failed his city. He's going to be doing that, but he's not going to have like a list or something like that. At least I hope not. Um, just from the, what I've got gathered so far about the show, he's going to come back after learning how to master the iron fist. He's going to try and save his city from thugs and whatnot and try and also probably uh, deal with his company. Okay, okay. Well, I was just comparing it to uh, he's like the uh, Oliver Queen to the Tony Stark, you know, in the Marvel Universe kind of thing. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what I was saying, because you have Possibly. like you have the Tony Stark, you know, who's obviously a billionaire, yada, 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 then you have yeah. you know, um, him as well. So, yeah, no, trailer looks phenomenal. I'm What I'm really curious about, after seeing Luke Cage mm-hmm. and what I'm going to see with Iron Fist, I'm like, how are these guys going to get along in a series together? Like, all yeah. four of them. Well, here's what I do know. In the comics, Luke Cage and Danny Rand are best friends. Okay. And they start up the uh, company Heroes for Hire. Ah. Which I have a feeling is going to be what's going to happen to Pop Shop. Yeah, I right when he said something with that, I was like, oh, this is definitely going to be the Heroes for Hire shop. Yep. Um, there now. I but I have a I know how every single superhero is going to get connected. And okay. if you haven't figured it out yet, it's pretty obvious. Is it going to be the doctor? Yes, Claire. Claire, okay. My guess is, because if I remember now, we also heard that the villain for uh, the Defenders series is going to be Sigourney Weaver. Yes, Sigourney Weaver. Yes, yeah, so I don't know who she's playing, but I believe the Hand is going to be the villain for the Defenders. Okay. With Electra. Mm-hmm. And then whatever the fuck Sigourney Weaver decides to be. So that at least brings Daredevil into the mix. Okay. He's probably going to get badly beaten because he's going to try and do it on his own. Cl- he's going to go to Claire. Claire's going to be like, you need some backup. I know some people. Mm. But we also already have a connection between Daredevil and Luke Cage because at the end of the series, Daredevil's going to be the lawyer for Luke Cage. Yes, Matt Murdock. So, Again, there's possible ways that this could go out, but this is just my theory of how it's going to go. Claire's going to be like, you're going to need some help. I know a guy, because she may not even tell uh, Matt 
that he's got this super incredible indestructible body. Although if he's been paying attention to the news, he may already know. Yeah. So Luke Cage will join the fight. And then of course he'll say, Hey, I know this chick that's super strong. Uh, let's get her too. That brings in Jessica. Now yes. at the end of Luke Cage, Claire picked up a flyer that said, learn Kung Fu. I have a feeling that's how she's going to be connected to Iron Fist. Ah, trying to get herself to defend herself and mm-hmm. that she meet uh, Iron Fist. Okay, okay. So that's going to be, it's going to be very interesting because like I said, it's like every show that I've watched so far of the Netflix series have been very different, very unique and very their own thing. Mm-hmm. And then putting them all into the mix now because I'm all like, I, I'm like, I can already see like if Danny... Um, and Luke, you know, they're, they're best friends. They can do that in the series. That works fine. Luke already knows uh, Jessica Jones. They get along fine. You know, it's a little rocky because of the relationship they had, but they at least know each other. But to me, I'm just like, how does Daredevil fit into the mix with all this stuff? Because he has not met, like, any of these characters yet. Right. So. But again, it comes down to the villain, really. Because if you start it off with Daredevil, it'll bring you into the fold. I'm sure at some point we're going to see a cameo by Punisher in the Defender series. I don't think he's going to be a main player in it, but I think he will show up. But he'll probably definitely have a cameo. Now, do you think Wils, uh, Wilskin, uh, Wils, Wilson Fisk is going to be in in Defenders? Uh, potentially. Now, also at the end of Luke Cage, um, there was a certain doctor visiting the main villain, Diamondback. Yes. If you mm-hmm. caught that at the end. I have a feeling we may be seeing Diamondback in uh, Defenders as well, or they're saving him for the next season of Luke Cage. Um, yeah, so now that we're talking about Luke Cage, uh, we should dive into a little bit of this. Um, yes. I will say right off the bat, if you have not watched Luke Cage, uh, stop listening now. <laughs> you should have um, stopped listening a while ago. We're really going to dive deep into Luke Cage. Uh, right off the bat, the, um, the music in Luke Cage is oh. beautifully done, perfect, mm-hmm. on point, and how they set it up was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do these things like uh, uh, Cottonmouth has like a club, a nightclub, and he always does soundtracks, and these people would be like doing a song. And while that song is going on that sets that up, you could start doing this montage of things that are happening in the episode, which I thought was just mm-hmm. brilliantly done. Another big factor in Luke Cage that I had no idea about, I was blown away by this, how many of his villains was in this first season? Like I was blown away by that because it's like you had Shades – Mm-hmm. You had Diamondback, you had Cottonmouth, you had um, oh crap! There's like a bunch of other people like in, and I'm just like, damn! Like, like Daredevil's like, I have this guy that I'm fighting. Like, it's you know yeah. the, the Kingpin, and then it was like uh, Jessica Jones. It was Kilgrave. You know, like it was literally just like kind of like one main villain. Mm-hmm. But like Luke Cage, I guess because you know his superpower being invulnerable, super strength, everything that you need to throw a lot of shit at him. Mm-hmm. Um. Speaking of which, can I just say I love how they incorporated uh, the first Avengers movie into this. Oh, are, are you talking about this? I wonder if you're talking about the same Easter egg that I, I found. Well, oh. I'm talking about the bullets. Yes. Yes, the bullets are made from the Chitauri. Oh, sorry. The bullets are made from the Chitauri armor and metal and whatnot from the uh, first Avengers movie, which is brilliantly done. That is brilliant, done. And also, they tie in another thing from the Marvel movie universe with with connection with that was Hammer Tech. Yes, uh, which with was uh, Iron Man Two. Yes, which they really just pulled out all the Hammer Tech shit, and I'm like, that's fucking awesome. 
And what I loved about it, it wasn't like in your face or anything like that. It was a, it's just like nonchalant. Like it was literally like, oh well, there was some like leftover debris from the New York incident mm-hmm. that happened. Some alien tech that uh, mm-hmm. hammer uh, tech got their hand and literally just a very low key line that they said. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, this will be able to stop somebody. And you're just oh, like, oh, oh my god, like now. Uh, speaking now, I'm just going through all the Easter eggs now. But did you catch a certain Jessica Jones character? Oh no, no. Oh well, they did mention. Um, Patsy Walker, Hellcat. Her yes. her radio show was being played in the background, like the beginning of one of the episodes where they're talking about Luke Cage. Oh no, I did not and catch that in, one. In, and it, it, you may have remembered uh, that she was talking about how, she was talking, she was taking a call and whatnot. And they were like, "So, what do you guys think of this whole Luke Cage character um, and whatnot?" And then. One thing that pissed me off about the thing was, like, one guy was like, if I ever need protection, I may be calling him. And she goes, you know what? I probably will, too. And I'm like, no, you already have a friend that needs protect that can protect you easily. What the fuck? Yeah, there was also the other line they mentioned where they were talking about how the girl, like, broke some guy's neck because he was telling her what to do. I thought that yes. was the one you were mentioning. I thought that was a good uh, pull. Yes, that was up. really cool. Um, uh, the biggest yeah. Easter egg, obviously, was after he got his powers. And then he's escaped from the prison, and then he steals clothes, and he looks exactly like his original uh, comic book character. That was so on point and so funny. And actually, that was one of, like, like, I like a lot of the episodes, but that was one of my favorite episodes, that episode, that flashback episode, just because, Mm -hmm. like, how they did it. It was literally like 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 one of those episodes where they do, like, you know, a clip show. Mm Mm-hmm. But how they did it was like he was stuck in an area helping somebody, and then he was talking about like he would go back to his past, and you actually got his backstory. And I think they did it so well. Oh yeah, definitely. That yeah. to me, I was just like, this is awesome. Oh yeah, but I love like just seeing him in his actual thing, and you don't see it. it well, you see it briefly, but he's actually got his uh, chain belt. Yes. that he wore in the comics. You quickly see the chain belt as he's like standing there with his. Uh, with the yellow shirt, the blue pants, the tiara, and the bracelets. And I love how he looks in the mirror. He's like, oh, hell no, and just, like, throws the tiara off and the bracelets and everything. Yeah, I like, he looks at it, He's like, man, I look like a damn slave. And he's just like. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, oh, so great. Uh, like, they were, they made all the Easter eggs, like, seem flawless. Like, it wasn't in your face almost. Yeah, but I think they did a they did a really good job. Now the funny part is, is I would say with the very first episode of Luke Cage, I actually felt like it was really slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm like, okay, yeah, it's cool, and you're waiting, you're waiting, and then until all that action kind of happens at the end of the show, I mm-hmm. was like, all right, I'm on board, like I'm in, like you got yeah. me, kind of thing. And then it slowly kind of builds mm-hmm. uh, that whole thing. But yeah, but uh, again, spoilers. Like I did not see uh, Cottonmouth mm-hmm. uh, ending up the way that he did. Yeah. Yeah, that really like I was telling somebody about it who just started watching it. Like I was literally being very like not spoiling anything. So I'm like, there's a turning point. And I think it's like episode six or seven. It's really weird. Like, and that turning point happens, and you're like, you did not see this coming. And it's like a weird twist that you're just like, mm-hmm. it's not like a bad thing, but you're just like, okay, well, where is this gonna go now? Like, kind of mm-hmm. thing. It was just, it was just, oh my god. I, I like, uh, and I'm gonna say this. Like, the guy who plays Luke Cage, uh, Chris. Um, Oh shit! I don't know his last name. He's a beautiful man. <laughs> I literally was sitting there going like, like that first sex scene he has, and I think the only sex scene he has in yeah. that uh, show with the uh, the cop, Missy uh, Knight. Yes, Missy Knight. Uh, even I was all like, "Yeah, I'd let him take me home. I let him take me for coffee. I don't care." Right. 
So, speaking of Misty Knight, what do you think of her? I really like her, and then I did not know about her because I don't know too much about the comics, but I heard like her getting shot in the arm. Apparently in the comics, she gets a robotic arm? Yes. Uh, In the comics, basically, she lost an arm, and she gets a robot arm from uh, Stark Tech. Ah. So when she gets shot... And then Claire's like, if you don't get that taken care of soon, you're going to lose your arm. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is how she loses her arm. This is how she does it. This is how it happens. And then it doesn't happen, and she gets to keep her arm. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, unless unless it's like every season, depending on how many seasons this uh, show gets, but if every season her arm gets hurt, yeah. I just keep telling her that, and then finally it's like, it's finally the arm gets ripped off by somebody or something like that, and she's mm-hmm. like, fine, I'll get the robot arm. Now. Uh, this is going to be a little uh, interesting. Now, we've always thought that Claire Temple it was the night nurse from the comics. Yes. Apparently, she's not. Oh. And so what I found out is the night nurse is going to be in the Doctor Strange movie. Oh. oh wait, so... It's not the... Claire Temple. Okay. It's a different actress and whatnot. I was reading an article about how she may be in the Doctor Strange movie because apparently... When they were creating Claire Temple, they wanted to uh, make her the night nurse, but Marvel was like, "You can't, please don't call her the night nurse or anything like that. We already have plans for this character, so please don't use her. Oh. And so obviously what character makes the most sense for the night nurse to be in but Doctor Strange because he's also a surgeon. Okay, okay, I see what they're doing. But at the end of Luke Cage, well, near the end of Luke Cage when they are doing the whole hostage situation, there was one of the thugs, uh, he was like, uh, one of the guys was like, hey, where did, what's his name go? He goes, oh, he went downstairs to get some supplies with that night nurse. Ah. Uh. And I was like, I see what you guys did there. And I thought it was a nice little uh, uh, cameo nod, being like, we know she's the night nurse, but we can't really call her that, so yeah. Well, that was like Deadpool when they did the thing with, um, oh, what's his face? Uh, the, the guy who's supposed to be a big, pretty much an agent of Hydra. Oh, Bob, yes. Yeah, Bob, Bob, where they just called him. He's like, hey, Bob, but they didn't say, you know, uh, the one thing. So it's kind of like those little, like, and that's what I think is kind of cool, like, if no one gets, like, really concerned about it, mm-hmm. uh, like, showing those little nods, going, like, come on, we're all part of the same universe. Let's just, like, accept it and just go with it. Can I just um, say, I hope Bob shows up in every single movie. It's just, like, a quick cameo. That would be fantastic. Um, like the running gag through all the Deadpool movies. Now, um, okay, so yeah, Luke Cage is great. They have some great moments, oh, great fight sequences with just uh, so. And this is what blew my mind with Diamondback. Mm-hmm. They threw him in the suit. Yes, yes. They threw the suit. Yes, that. And, he and looked, it worked. Yes, he looked ridiculous, but it worked. But it worked because there was a there was a reason behind it or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, Camera tech. So I'm wondering. But yeah, they did a great. The, yeah, the, the show is just fun. And that, what's so amazing about that last episode? Like they literally do like a huge brawl, like in, out in the oh. streets of like or like Harlem, and it's literally like it, it's like what maybe the first like fifteen twenty minutes of that episode, and then the rest mm-hmm. is just all the backlash of that ep- like what happened. So yeah. it was a really kind of unique ending. It wasn't like uh, like the Jessica Jones ending where it's like she finally you know kills Kilgrave, and then there's a little bit of like stuff that goes on, and then the, the season ends kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and even with Daredevil, you know, with that huge climactic buildup of everything and then stuff like this was literally like, here's your fight. Let's just destroy a block of Harlem for a little bit. It's like the last time Harlem see devastation like this when the Hulk fought, you know. Um, yeah. Oh, crap. I'm forgetting like names. 
Yeah. I forgot the guy's name now. I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. Oh. Was the Hulk fight in freaking? What was the what's the like angry Hulk the um? The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, in the Incredible Hulk movie, he fights Abomination. Fight... Abomination. I, I'm like, God, I'm drawing a blank. I'm not even high right yeah. now. You know what? <laughs> that fight was in Harlem too. That's what I'm saying. They never mention that, do they? Um, no, but they they mentioned it in they mentioned it in Daredevil season two. They had that Easter egg um, news article in the back. See, I I hate those. It's like mention it, make it actually officially canon or something like that. So when you're dealing with uh, Harlem and you know for a fact, it, they even said it in the first Avengers movie uh, that the Incredible Hulk and Abomination had a grudge match basically in Harlem. It's like, mm-hmm. mention that shit. And then, uh, oh, but what's his face? Stan Lee had a great cameo. Oh, the uh, poster? The poster, I thought that was pretty genius. Well, that's um, what he's been for, like, all the Netflix series is just uh, all that. Well, and I understand. I mean, he's got a busy schedule. And, of course, the other thing Ooh. that was kind of scary that happened in the news where I heard that he's recorded, like, a bunch yes, of his cameos. I was just about to say that. And yeah. we're like, listen, spider fiends, I'm dying. Yeah. Well, I mean, the guy's, like, over 90 years old right now. Look, okay, okay first off, Robert Downey Jr., a.k.a. Tony Stark, build a freaking heart thing for him so we can have him live on forever. Come on. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's he's not like, how things work. Yeah, but, he's like, like, you know that's a fictional character. I'm like, D- just make it happen. I mean, Chris Evans has an age. He's like, no, I'm actually getting pretty old. Shut up, Cap! God, yeah. you guys are ruining so, the fantasy. You know, uh, with uh, Stanley and whatnot, um, yeah, he recorded Ford's uh, cameos, obviously, probably once for Doctor Strange. Yep. Although, I wouldn't count Doctor Strange because that would technically... I mean, that was recorded a while ago, so maybe he already did that one. Um, I would say probably Spider-Man Homecoming. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Probably, I will say, the Wolverine movie. I don't know, because he's not... Here's the thing. Stan Lee didn't create Wolverine. Yeah, but he has done a cameo in all of the X-Men movies. Yes, but I... Was he ever did it do a cameo in the uh, Wolverine movies though? I'm trying to remember. I only own one of them, and that was like the the good one um, out of the, the three Jack- so far. <laughs> yeah, the one where he goes to China. Yeah. Uh, but no, but he wasn't on the X Men movies because he created the X Men though. That's the thing. Ah, uh, well, maybe he's not. But then, I, but did he create uh, anything with Guardians of the Galaxy though? This is true, but it's Marvel. This is official this? Marvel, huh? But what about Deadpool? He was a cameo in that, and he didn't create Deadpool, did he? That's because... No, no. But that's also because he got to be a DJ at a strip club, and I'm pretty sure he couldn't say no to that. <laughs> yeah. Stan Lee, why don't you do a cameo in a Deadpool? Well, I don't know. We're going to have you a DJ in a strip club. I'm there! Um... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but again, so my guess is possibly also for Avengers Infinity War. Oh. Because obviously that's still a few years away. So that let's get crazy. that out of the way. So that's why we know we have him for it. Mm-hmm. That's such a big one right there. That is a big one, yeah. Um, what is I going to remember? I'm trying to – oh, so I don't know if you saw this. So with the stuff that's coming out, um, I figured we'll finish off our Marvel stuff and then we'll jump into our uh, DCW. DCW. Yeah. Uh, did you see the two leaked trailers for Spider-Man Homecoming and uh, the – 
Thor Ragnarok. Now these were all taken with like a crappy, you know, phone. I camera. saw four. I saw okay, the four one. Um, looked pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very blurry. The one that I saw. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. To me, it's still like I'm still skeptic. Like, is this a fan made trailer or a real trailer? But I think that was shown at one of the conventions and whatnot. And then Spider-Man Homecoming didn't really have too much. It just showed you a little bit of things. It just says, yeah. like, Spider-Man Homecoming. It looked it, it looks fun and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so those were the two things. Of course, we're getting those movies next year. Mm-hmm. I know we're getting Spider-Man next year. Are we getting Thor Ragnarok? Thor is also coming out next year. Okay, yeah, because they have, like, what? They have Guardians of the Galaxy coming out next year, Spider-Man mm-hmm. Homecoming, uh, the Thor movie. And is that their mm-hmm. big three that are coming out? I don't know if they have any more in the works for that month because I think everything else is coming out in 2018. Right, let me <laughs> look it up real quick. Okay. Um, yeah, you got Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man Homecoming, and then Thor Ragnarok. And then the one after that will be Avengers Infinity War Part 1, although we know the name has changed. That will be in 2018. Okay, okay, so... That's all that stuff lining up. So um, unless you know any – I'm trying to remember if anything else Marvel-related came out. Um, that's about that it, one. but I would like to point out that we also have two DC movies coming out next year. Well, this uh, ties right into our yes, universe Yes. Wonder Woman and Justice League. Yeah. Oh, so Justice League is coming out next year. That's what it's saying. Oh, Okay. That makes sense now. Now, Justice League, I've been seeing a lot of stuff. Uh, I saw some behind-the-scenes uh, stuff where everything was green screen, and you have, like, the guys, like kind of like a blooper kind of reel going on. Yes, with, with uh, where Aquaman, like, loses his trident, so he grabs Wonder Woman's sword. And... Yeah, um, it, lo- like, it looks like they're having a lot of fun on the set, and I really kind of hope that shows in the movie, because I guarantee mm-hmm. I think the movie is going to be a I, – I'm not going to say it's not going to be as gritty – um, as their universe is, but I think it's gonna. They're trying to lo- loosen up the tone a bit because I think uh, Batman is. Uh, someone said something. I mentioned it on um, Socially Awkward podcast last week that I didn't think about it until somebody said it with the whole, you know, your mother's the same name as mine, you know, or something like that. Now, what I took from it now after someone explained it to me, going, I think that was the first time that Batman realized that. Superman had some humanity in him because all he thought of him throughout that entire movie was he was just this alien threat. Yes. So when he finally said he had a mother and she was in trouble, that kind of humanized him. And I think that kind of brought Batman back to what he used to be of defending people, not killing people and stuff like that. So I think that's going to show in the new Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see what happens. It's a big cast. It looks a lot of fun and stuff like that. But I'm really excited. I think I'm more excited for Wonder Woman than I am Justice League yes. right now. Well, thankfully, Wonder Woman comes out in June. Perfect. And then uh, Justice League comes out in November. Oh, Okay. So we have a full year for that. Uh, followed by, I'm just going to keep going with this, Flash in no. March of 2018. Okay, I, I can't wait for that. It's going to be fun. Aquaman, July of 2018. Oh, okay. Um, October 5th, 2018, uh, which is also an unconfirmed date, by the way, Batman solo movie. Okay, which I am excited for that just because of, uh, you know, we're going to get um, Deathstroke, mm-hmm. so... I'm skipping a little bit here because uh, it's going a while. Um, April 5th, 2019, um, Shazam. Oh, okay. That movie's been... That's been talked about for a while. Yeah, so hopefully that happens. And Justice League 2 will probably happen in 2019. All right, so we're not, we're not that far off from things. Yeah. 
Uh, again, 2019 untitled DC film. So I guess DC is also doing the approach like Marvel, where Marvel's mm-hmm. at least trying to release like a film every, or sometimes yeah. two or three films every and year. Unfortunately, we have to wait until 2020 for a Cyborg film. They probably have to see how Cyborg's going to take in the audience. Like you and me, we know the character. We know him from Teen mm-hmm. Titans. We know him from a bunch of things we've already read. So we're already on board with this character. We we like this character. They're trying probably trying to get the people who are not such DC fans and don't know half of these characters are. Exactly. Uh, 2020 Green Lantern Corps. I'm, I'm really excited for that. I'm really hoping they this, do John Stewart. This should be the uh, Green Lantern movie we should have gotten. Hmm. Like I'm hoping already these the Green Lanterns is already established. Like, say Hal Jordan, um, John Stewart, Kyle Rayner, and Guy Gardner are already Green Lanterns by now. Um, I want to say they're off in space with the core yes. protecting the universe. So obviously they can't always be on Earth. So and, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, there's going to be a huge threat that's going to come to Earth that's going to make them come to the Justice League, going like, we need to team up to stop this threat because we've already like tried and we have failed. But yeah, no, I I want to say I, I think I think they're going to I hopefully I, I want to go with Kyle's instinct on it as they are established, just because it's like everybody else now in the DC universe are, 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 have already been kind of like established. Like they're not really giving you that much of a backstory Ooh. of these characters because they're like you should know these things by now. Ooh, this is interesting. Um, there's no date or anything like that, but a Booster Gold and maybe Blue Beetle movie. Yeah, I really want that. Well, really here's the that. interesting part. Flash and Arrow executive producer Greg Berlanti is going to executive produce and possibly direct a Booster Gold movie. Yes, I did hear that. And them, you know, they, they know that universe. Like, they are doing so well with mm-hmm. that TV universe that i'm like oh dude just give him a film give him a film Mm -hmm. zach stentz uh who is a writer wrote for x-men first class in a recent episode of cw's the flash will also write for the show yes he actually was the one that wrote the episode that kevin smith uh first directed early reports describe this as a superhero buddy cop movie that would involve blue beetle i I, i'm on board with that i think Mm -hmm. it looks that sounds because both of the characters are kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they can be serious and some of that, but we, I mean, right off the bat, Booster Gold for crying out loud, he's like a funny ass guy. Like, he literally yeah. traveled back in time to make a name for himself because he wasn't a great superhero in his mm-hmm. time period. Um, um, let's see here. We also got a Harley Quinn movie, Lobo movie, Sandman movie. Uh, hopefully, maybe a dark universe is what they're calling it. Basically, Justice League Dark. I would love that. Mm hmm. And literally now, get the guy, get the guy who played Constantine for that. Well, you don't want to do that because then that's just going to confuse so many people. And oh my God, there's plans for a Legion of Superheroes movie. Are you serious? Yes. Ooh, I would love Legion of Superheroes. <sighs> okay, Next, I am going to stop right there because that leads me into Supergirl. Okay, Supergirl. Now, Supergirl, I've been watching on Netflix. I've been binge-watching on Netflix. I am absolutely in love with this show. Um, there's Funny part is, one person I don't like in the show, and it's probably going to surprise a lot of people, because I, I every time I hear people talk about the show, they absolutely love this character, okay. and me, I'm kind of like, meh, I, um, I don't really like what he's doing or what he has done. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Olsen. Okay. I, first off comes right in. No, don't call me Jimmy. Call me James. I'm like, all right, fuck you. You've already lost so many points with me. 
Um, and then it's all like, oh, you're dating a girl, but you really want to date Supergirl. See, I felt kind of bad for the guy who was interested in Kara because he when, yeah. her for her. He didn't care that she – he didn't even know she was Supergirl until, like, you find out she shows him. And that's another thing I'm trying to figure out. Why does everyone keep telling everybody who they are? <laughs> I'm like, what's the point? Just don't. But my favorite episode by far, and you'll probably agree with me in that first season, was The Flash – Oh, and her teaming so up. Beautiful. I, I loved it. Um, Barry, uh, Grant Gustin, who plays Barry Allen in the CW series, uh, is just, he's freaking great. He's funny. He's hilarious. I like him. Um, great stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying Supergirl. I have two episodes left until the new season, but you've already seen the new season. Yes. The first episode. So, Kyle, that's what you wanted to jump into with your, your segue. So, take us away. Yes. Now, um, basically, uh, at the end of the first season, uh, this is gonna, it's not really a spoiler for you. You already told me Obviously, so. there's, there's a spaceship that crash lands, mm-hmm. and Martian Manhunter and Supergirl go and d- discover it, and she opens it. But you don't see what's in the pod until the beginning of this season. Well, it's, it's crypto. A, huh? Oh. I was like, it's, it's crypto. I wish. That was one of the guesses <laughs> a lot that was crypto. But no, it's, it is a Kryptonian. Okay. Um, it is. They haven't said his name yet because he's in a coma. Oh. But I'm looking up his name right now because he's a member of the Legion of Superheroes. So okay. I know that's already doesn't make sense because obviously the guy's out of place. Ah, uh, here we go. It is Mon L. He's a superhero from the Legion of Superheroes. He's basically got the powers and abilities of Superman. Okay. So what he's doing here, I don't know. Hopefully he'll be explained, uh, and maybe we'll get actually get the Legion of Superheroes later this season, where Supergirl and him are transported there, and he finds that place to be a little bit more suitable to be, obviously. Because like think about it this this guy's already like uh, Kara's age now, so yeah. he grew up with Kryptonian technology for the longest time. Kara only grew up with it until she was maybe eleven, twelve. So she's yeah. had plenty of time to adjust to the Earth thing. And you can kind of see where I'm going with this from the Justice League Unlimited episode. Yes. So my guess is he does he can't stand the technology because he's already basically almost – he's already like in his 20s from what it looks yeah. like. So, yeah, he's already established with what he right. already knows. And it's well, like, I need to learn This that. is just me speculating because obviously – He's still in a coma. We don't know his name. It could. It may not even be Monel for all we know. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it is. But that aside, first episode at right after that starts off with apparently a rocket launch because um, I guess they're exploring or whatever. And so Supergirl and Jimmy Olsen are finally on their first date, and uh, they couldn't decide what they want to do. So Jimmy brought a pizza. Two pizzas, actually, to the date, and they just had it at Kara's place. Hmm. He's like, I'm surprised you don't have the TV on. And uh, she's like, well, uh, you know, um, this is supposed to be our first date, so I don't want to ruin it. And he goes, it's okay. You can put the TV on. I know how excited you are for the uh, launch. She goes, okay, and puts it on. And then, of course, we get the scene from Super, uh, that I'm sure you've already seen of Superman already. Yeah. Yeah, so they go up, they fly, they save the thing. It's epic. I've seen that scene a million times from online, and I still had goosebumps. Yeah, that's oh man. They're like I've said, like that 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 ta- that's what I'm saying. 
I was telling, I actually got somebody, uh, he's, he only watched the, he only watched uh, Arrow for a little bit and then didn't get on, on board with it. And then he's like, I kind of skipped over all the other CW shows just because uh, I didn't care for Arrow. So I told him, I go, look, check out Flash. I go, I would start with the Flash. If the Flash does not hook you by episode one, then don't worry about it. But um, he, he just told me, he's like, I watched the first episode, I'm in. So now he's binge watching the entire Flash now that's out. Uh, but like to me, that I told him, like, once you get done with the Flash, I told him, go to Supergirl. Because to mm-hmm. me, I think Supergirl is like the second best, like just how they're doing yes. it. And it's so weird, like how they're doing it. Like, it's so weird. Like, yeah, she's fighting aliens. She's fighting, you know, people with powers and stuff. But it's like, it works. It mm-hmm. so works on so many. And my favorite character in that show is uh, fucking Martian Manhunter. Oh, so good. The guy so who's good. playing him is doing such a phenomenal mm-hmm. job. Yeah. And then uh, Kara, the girl who plays Kara, she's just adorable. I just find mm-hmm. her so cute. I'm just like, this girl is amazing. Like, now, Let me ask you this. What do you think of that ice cream scene? Oh, that was funny. Yes. Her reaction when she gets the ice cream is just priceless. Yeah, she's like, oh my god, what's this? It's just like, um, but like some yes! of the, But some of the lines, though, like like they did a flashback of her being like a little girl, and she's like looking at the, the sky and stuff like that, and then her like, you know, her older sister comes running over and I'm like, what are you doing? You're being weird. She's like, what are, she's like, we don't have these on our plans. She's just talking about birds. Oh, uh, yeah. And like, it's just like, just little stuff like that that I'm like, okay, the people who are show running these shows are doing a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I love in Supergirl. I'm so glad I can finally watch it uh, on the CW. Um, so I'm gonna get caught up, and then Kyle and I will have these talks, you know, yes. about our catch up. But uh, we'll jump into one of the things we've been excited about: the newest season of Flash. Oh, so good! I'll let you take this one. Okay, so first off, first episode's amazing. He comes back, of course. They call it Flashpoint Paradox. I actually like the uh, concept behind that with. Uh, uh, Thawne, uh reverse flash like basically letting him know like like this is why you're breaking down Barry this is why you know it's like and I love the line he said he's all like you're it's like who's the bad guy who's the villain now Barry who's mm-hmm. the villain now I'm just like oh it was so good um so first episode was really cool and then when he comes back like try to fix everything and comes back I, oh yes. oh and he's such a the guy who plays uh uh Thon my god he is really good at that just for the fact he's like you're gonna be begging me begging me to kill your mother again yeah, like you're like, oh, you, and you're like, you piece of shit. But then it's all like, yeah, he had to go back and ask him to be like, hey, can yeah. you kill my mom? Yeah, uh, I was like, I need, I want you to say it. I need you to say it. Oh my god, he's, like I hate him, but I love the guy who plays it. Like you're like, oh, oh yeah. you, you bastard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought it was really cool because it was like Barry had everything he wanted. Um, I like the joke with his parents. Are all like, he's still living with his parents. Like, hey Barry, you thought about like moving out yet? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, of course, Malfroyd is in it now. Yes, and he, I don't know what it is, but everything he's in, he plays a dick, and he plays it well. Oh, he plays it so well. So I have a theory with him. Now, this okay. might be a little too much on the nose, and I, hopefully I'm wrong because I really hope I can't be predicting stuff, but I have a figure for the second episode where we meet a new villain. Uh, Dr. Alchemy, I think, might be him. Well, he does have a comic book counterpart mm. as a superhero, and it is a uh, nuke. Oh, okay. He's kind of, he looks a lot like uh, the Atom Smasher. Oh, okay. Which we got in the uh, Season 2 uh, opening episode, played by Edge from Wrestling. That's right, that's right. That was a really good one, too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I have to say, uh, the second episode of this season, um, I thought was a little kind of blah. 
Like, I enjoyed it, but I didn't think it really had the must finesse that most of the episode of Flashes have had. So I, hopefully, I don't know if they're just, like, they've hit a good stride and they need, like, a little bit of a slump to it kind of build still up to, good to me. getting... Um, oh, it's still good. I love how, like, uh, Jay Garrick pulls them out of, like, the time stream from trying to change things again. That was great. Oh. Well, when he, first, when he first was doing it, I thought it was actually Rival. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought Rival's like, no, 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 you can't change this. Like, I like where I'm at, so... Exactly. Um, so yeah, so yeah, so Rival comes back. They put an end to Rival, but then it looks like Rival is probably either killed at the end of the episode. I'm not really sure, but with the yeah. new guy. So, so when they discover. Uh, sorry, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna ask because you might know more of this about me, unless you're on the same boat. Like, who is this alchemy guy? Uh, I really don't know much about Doctor Alchemy. Okay, um, I just know he's a bad guy. Honestly, that's about the extent of my knowledge. Um. I will say this, though, and I thought this was really cool. Uh, I don't know if you caught this or not, but, like, when they discover that Dr. Alchemy can bring back the memories of people's past. Yes. Um, I don't... Did you see him look up at Wally? Oh, no. There was a scene when they were talking about it, because they realized that there's already four other people that have been brought back from their past lives in yes. the Flashpoint. Uh, when Barry realizes this... He quickly looks over at Wally, and he looks concerned. Oh yeah, because, because if he does Wally, Wally's not going to remember that he was Kid Flash, but he's also going to be like, "I died." So I have a feeling they're going to bring. They're, he's Doctor Alchemy's going to get a hold of Wally, and mm-hmm. that's how we're going to get Kid Flash in, in that this universe. series. Yes. Um, now, did you see the preview for the next episode? No, because oh, – do they show that? Because I'm watching it on the CW app, so I'm not sure. Oh, okay, so you're not getting that. Well, basically, the next episode, Jesse Quick comes back, oh, and she's oh, a speedster. Okay. Yes, I remember her. Okay, because probably from the past. Yeah, uh, they what? haven't said exactly how it happens, but basically she comes back to the portal, and they're like, wait, you're a speedster now? And she goes, yeah, and which oh, I think okay. is great because I'll be honest with you, I have a crush on that actress, and she's really good looking. No, that's that's good. Now, okay, so the, now I'll say the twist, the twist at the end of the episode of that episode of the I think it was called Flash of uh, uh, Paradox. I think it was what the episode was called mm-hmm. um, with uh, Caitlin. Yes, yes, she's got her uh, killer frost she's got powers. Her killer frost powers, and right when that episode ended, I got those chills. Like, oh shit, no. So, uh, so, so that's what I'm saying. I think Flash, like they, to me, I think this second episode was like, you know, it's like, okay, we're back in the field. We got to figure out this kind of bumpiness. But then I think when they threw that at the end of the episode, it's like, I'm like, obviously, I'm still going to watch the show because I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would have to say, like, yeah, because a lot of people, like, I, I don't know why they were talking about this. It was so weird. They were talking about the ratings dropped hmm. for Flash with the last two episodes. But I'm all like, you do realize you released an app, so no one might be watching it on the the DD, DVRs or live stream like me I'm like I have the apps so I'll watch it on that exactly uh, kind of thing so without further ado now do you want to now I want to bring this up because I don't know if it's going to be a thing uh, for Legends of Tomorrow okay but I heard uh, Ro- oh, the guy who played Rory uh, ripped uh, uh, the ripped the captain in the game. yeah he uh, he might not be the leader anymore I saw an article I didn't read it though well, so what might episode- be going on with that. Basically, and this is uh, short terms, basically, Damien Dark from Arrow Season 3 
is the villain for this episode, and it looks like he's going to be a much more bigger villain because we've already heard him, uh, Zoom, and a few other people are going to be the Legion of Doom. Yes. Well, basically, something happens where they get their hands on an atomic bomb that... uh, And it's like a couple years before the atomic bomb's actually built. Oh. And they're going to blow up New York City. Well, Rip Hunter decides to use his ship to... Uh, block the attack, but to save everyone, he basically transports everyone through time, oh. or displaces them in time. So everyone's like, like they, he sent the atom to uh, the land of the dinosaurs. Um, White Canary got sent to uh, Salem, and okay. was accused of being a witch because she was, uh, well, doing things with the women. Ah, uh. yeah. So, and then a few other things. So. Uh, basically, once they found everyone, but Rip Hunter stayed on the ship, and no one knows where he's at right now. Okay, but so it's one of claims to, like they all think he's dead right now. I have a feeling we'll see him again. So basically, it's basically somebody else takes over for him until they know where he's at. Okay, that's um, I wasn't sure when I heard that. I was like, man, Rory can't catch a break. Well, right now, uh, the new I don't want to say leader, but the person taking his place right now is. Uh, Captain Stripes, but this is before he becomes uh, Captain Stripes, or is it Colonel Stripes? I think it's Colonel Stripes. Okay. Um, before he becomes Colonel Stripes, he um, he's a history major and whatnot, so he knows all about history and everything like that. Uh, so he's kind of taking over for the team because he discovered uh, all the stuff. And well, are you going to watch the episode? Yeah, yeah, I'll probably watch it like today or something like that. So. I'll leave it at that for now. But it was a pretty good episode, and you find out how um, Damien Dark was getting all this uh, future technology, obviously the nuclear bomb and whatnot, and it was because okay. of a certain speedster. Oh. So uh, the reverse flash showed up. And Wait, is it reverse flash? Yes, it's reverse flash, not zoom. My bad, I made okay. a mistake. Yeah, reverse yeah, flash. I, I, think, I think zoom's going to come back, but I think he's going to come back as that, like, skeleton... Uh, yes, the like, uh, black uh, flash, the black racer, whatever. Yeah, black flash. Okay, so yes. Thawn is in this. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yes. Now, um, now going to Arrow. Um, first episode, pretty good. Uh, you just get the reintroduction. Oliver Queen's mayor now. He's doing a pretty good job. Um, he dedicated a statue to uh, Laurel Lance for being the Black Canary. It's basically her as Black Canary. is really cool. Uh, you yeah. find out that her... Uh, the one secret that she told Oliver right before she died that we never got to see was basically her saying, don't let me be the last Black Canary. Uh, Let my legacy live on, which I thought was really cool um, and really sweet. So uh, right now, Oliver's trying to juggle between being mayor and trying to stop all these bad guys and thugs and bops or bosses and whatnot. And there's a new player in town. Don't remember his name. But he realizes that he can't do it by himself because obviously um, his sister Thea, who's now working with him as the mayor's assistant or whatever, she doesn't want to, she retires. She doesn't want to be speedy anymore. Uh, uh, Diggle is uh, out in the army right now. And the only one really helping him is Felicity. Felicity. Yeah. Yes. 
Which I thought that was kind of cool that the first episode of The Flash, he ran to her to tell her all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, I love how the one thing that changed for Arrow was uh, Diggle's uh, kid. Yeah, as I was like a boy. Yes, which actually ties in better with Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, does it now? Well, oh, have okay. you seen that episode where they go to the future? And it's a uh, future Oliver Queen? Oh, that's... Oh! Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I didn't even. Ah, uh, this is why. This is why Kyle is pretty much the showrunner of our show because he knows like all this crap. Where I'm just going like, oh, okay. There's a, there's a, this guy. He's, uh, he's doing the arrows. Do-. And now I didn't. That did not even register with me. Okay, cool. Wow. Yeah. But they don't. I'm, I'm curious to see how they meant that bring that into the show because obviously, I mean, like everyone who watches Arrow knows he has a daughter. So if mm-hmm. you, I'm sure there's a few Arrow fans that don't watch The Flash. Yeah. So I'll be curious to see how they address that. Mm. Anyways. I, well, I heard Diggle's getting a new helmet this year. Well, I don't know, because right now he's uh, out in the Army. Okay. Uh, and he's kind of just doing his own thing. Well, so second episode, he finally recruits a team of Wild Dog. Okay. Who's uh, been a vigilante ever since the death of Damien Dark and whatnot? He's trying to help protect the city, but Green Arrow's like, uh, "You don't know what you're doing." And it was a funny line where uh, he tries and helps out uh, Green Arrow, and he's like, "What did I tell you? I got two things to tell you." Basically, he's like, "One, stay out of my way and get off the streets, and two, keep that elevated." And he goes, "What? What do you mean keep that elevated?" He turns around and shoots him with an arrow into the leg. Oh, jeez. He's like, fuck, what did you have to do that for? And obviously he didn't say fuck because this is a PG-13 show or whatever. But Slip. Um. Yeah. He's like, oh, he just falls over. And I just thought that was hysterical. That's pretty funny. Second episode, he recruits Wild Dog. Um, Mr. Terrific, obviously, from the past season and whatnot. He volunteered himself because he's like, look, I want to help defend the city. And he already has some of a training because he was an Olympic athlete. Mm-hmm. So he's at least got something of like a background, okay. and then they brought in the chick who was posing as Black Canary after the episode of where she died. Oh, okay. So that's the new Black Canary. Well, as of right nope. now, I believe she's actually going to be Artemis. Oh, Artemis. Okay. So what is their? Do they have a team name? No, just not team yet. Arrow? He's still just training them, but they're supposed oh, to be the new Team Arrow, basically. Okay. So right now he's training them because you know they don't know what they're doing. And uh, throughout the episode, there's this other guy, and this is my favorite character of all time, Ragman. Okay. Who basically, he has this ability uh, to absorb the souls of others into his rags where they learn to, where they're basically being punished for so many years. And once they've uh, lived up to their, uh, basically, sentence, mm-hmm. they're free, their souls are freed and they can move on. Ah, so he finally shows up. They think he's a bad guy because he's targeting a few people, but then they find out that, that those bad people are bad. Okay, so having a guy like Ragman in here, do you think that's another another re- way to bring uh, John Constantine uh, back for an episode? We shall see. Okay. But he – Ragman, he's already got, like, all this athletic ability. I don't know if it's from, like, other souls or whatnot, but he's strong, quick, very quick. And at the end of the episode, Oliver's like, look, you're really good. I'd like you to join my team. So that brings the member count to five. Two more members 
And we already know Vigilante is going to be a member or is going to be joining the show soon. So two more members, and you got the seven soldiers of victory from the comics. Ah. Which we also got to see in the Justice League Unlimited episode. That's, yes, that's right. Okay. And, uh, basically, uh, uh, Oliver was fighting off of that giant general dude, and uh, the Justice League kept sending a bunch of, like, weaker villain or weaker ca- uh, characters and whatnot. Yes. Because uh, they sent, like, you know, the cowboy who's vigilante. Yeah, vigilante. Um, um, Stars and Stripes. Yeah, I remember that episode because it was. Yeah, yeah, Stars and Stars. Yeah, I remember that with Green Arrow. Yeah, because I remember that with Green Arrow in that episode. He's like, come on, can you send me someone who can fight? Like, because he's and, training. And the Crimson uh, Vigilante or whatever, or the Crimson something or another shows up and they're like, really? Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is a good episode. I remember that because, like, Oliver was just all like, really? He's like, come on. He's like, you're sending me children. None of them know how to fight yet. Like, he was literally like, that was actually a cool sequence, too, because it was like him... I know it was cartoon, but it was like him fighting this thing, but still trying to train everybody while this fight well, is going he on. wasn't training them. He was just like, semi-fucking-Superman for crying out loud. Did he want um, someone with powers? Yeah, he didn't so, get anyone with powers. So that's cool. Okay, so the building that... Okay, so it looks like... So we're getting, like... So we're getting a Legion of Doom. We're getting that team. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, slowly building, like... um and then Supergirl's team, because it's like, you got Superman now in the series, Supergirl, Martian Manhunter, mm-hmm. and other stuff. So the one thing I would like to know is, like, I like how Superman, you know, was, like, the sole survivor, and then it's like, then you had her, and it's, it just seems like Kryptonians are just falling out of the sky yeah. in that show, though. Yeah. So, but if you notice, they keep getting older and older. Yeah. Which I find to be funny. You start off with a baby, then you got a little girl, and now you got, like, a teenager or yeah. young adult. So a lo- now I want to address this because a lot of people keep speculating that Supergirl is going the universe of Supergirl and the DCW universe are going to merge together because now that Supergirl's on the CW, I don't think that's going to happen. Supergirl is still going to be a separate universe from Flash, Arrow, and Legends. But they did talk about with the like different Earths and stuff like that. They did talk about Supercara being on the Flash as Power Girl. Now, I don't know if that's still something true. that's going to happen or that's just something they might have been speculating. Um, but I do, um, I do remember reading that article. But uh, for the big crossover, though, that they did uh, talk about uh, how it's going to be dealt with for the big one-week crossover. Yes. Essentially, there's going to be an alien race that's going to be inv- invading Earth. Ah. The sounds of it, it starts with Legends of Tomorrow because there's a promo where they get a voice call from future Barry Allen. Oh, and he basically said, and he's like, "Look, we need help." And then from the promo, you see Supergirl, Green Arrow, and Flash up on a rooftop looking up, and then you see Vixen from Legends of Tomorrow, not from the cartoon and from the past Arrow episode, but a different Vixen. Oh, um, it's actually future. Well, it's not. It's the same Vixen, but it's future Vixen, basically. Future Vixen. Okay, so it's still the same actress and everything. No, that? different actress. Oh, different actors. Okay. They look very similar. I'm not saying all African Americans look the same. I'm putting that out there right now. But she does look very similar to the other actress who do, who played Vixen, but older. Okay. Older. Okay, okay, I get yeah, you're saying. She's a member of the Justice Society right now. Oh, okay. So, uh, okay, yes. this should be interesting. And uh, so basically they're all uh going to team up and whatnot. And my guess is 
Flash is going to go to Supergirl's universe and get help because he's going to be like, fuck, we need help. I was just about, yeah, that's what I was thought. Was he going to run back to her uh, Earth, be like, okay, yeah. come with me, we need help, and then leave real quick and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, everyone, okay. like the past summer, keeps speculating that because of Flashpoint, Supergirl's universe is going to merge with the other universes, but I still think they're just going to keep the two universes separate. Okay. So there's so we won't get that many crossovers, but obviously we're still getting the musical crossover, and then we're getting. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they'll figure out something if they really want to tie these universes together. I think they're fine how they are right now. Um, I mean, I would love to have Supergirl in it, but it also comes down to that there's a huge threat happening here. Why isn't Supergirl helping? You know, kind of thing. Why do we get stuck it's like, with? Hey, like, I know someone that could really help us out. I'll be right back. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. Um, but that, yeah, that's kind of cool. So, yeah, that's. I think that gives a wrap up of the entire of our DC stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Um, until uh, the next couple of episodes, when we'll teach back with anybody. Mm-hmm. So, Kyle, do you have anything else to add? Uh, yes, what, oh, I do. Add? Uh, okay, um, I'll let you take it from here. I'll be right back, real quick. But go ahead. Uh-huh. Well, no, I gotta wait for you. No, I'm, now I'm just gonna just sit here. Can edit this part out? And that, folks, is why Steve is a bitch. Yep. Sorry, I drank uh, too much uh, coffee. <laughs> no, you're fine. No, I, I, I skipped because I wanted to talk about this with you. Okay, okay. It was okay. the Justice League Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comic crossover. Yes. Now, um, honestly, uh, this is this is the theory that I came up with. I go, basically, awesome idea, smart idea. Coming out at the beginning of 2017, January, will be one of the first issues that get released. Now, also getting released in 2017, they're releasing that new Power Rangers game. And I go, this is great marketing to build up to the new Power Rangers movie. It is. So, Kyle, are you excited about I'm I'm going to say yes, you are, but Kyle, are you excited about this comic? Oh, hell yes, I am. Especially since I just recently got back into DC Comics. Yeah, with the rebirth, too, that's like, you know what? That's gonna be, this is going to be a good year for DC yes. and Power Rangers, I have a feeling. Mm-hmm. Now, this crossover is a six-issue miniseries. Okay. Uh, basically, um, it is, let me see if I can find it. Uh, this is, uh, following the previously published, uh, from other DC stuff, Gotham Academy and Lumberjanes comic and their upcoming Green Lantern on the Planet of the Apes comic. Ooh, that'd be interesting. Uh, it's by the Injustice Gods Among Us comic book writer, Tom Taylor. Okay, okay. Um, and recent Green Arrow heartthrob artist Stephen Byron. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, here's a small little blurb about it. Angel grows teenagers with attitude encounter DC's most popular superheroes in January crossover miniseries. That's not what I was looking for. Damn it. <laughs> um, here we go. Uh, let's see here. Well, I'll just read this article right here. It's a quick little thing. On January 11, two of comics' greatest teams will combine their powers and abilities for the first time. The Justice League, uh, consisting of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, John Stewart, The Flash, and Cyborg, meets Saban's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in a six-issue miniseries from New York Times bestselling writer Tom Taylor. So this guy's a great writer already, so this is going to be great. And you're giving him like new characters to play with, so this is going to be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got uh, DC and Boom Studios teaming up on this crossover is a dream come true for fans of Saban's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and Ju- the Justice League. 
Uh, here we are. Okay. Something terrible has happened in Angel Grove when the Power Rangers Command Center is breached and the teleporters are damaged. Zack, the Black Ranger, is flung into an alternate universe full of citizens possessing outrageous powers and wearing strange costumes. Will Jason, the Red Ranger, Trini, the Yellow Ranger, Kimberly, the Pink Ranger, Billy, the Blue Ranger, and Tommy, the Green Ranger, be able to get Zack in time to save him from Batman? Ooh. Uh, let's see here. Everyone at Boom Studios is thrilled to be part of this event uh, of this magnitude. Um, in addition to the standard cover, uh, each issue will feature a variant cover drawn by one of comics' most popular artists, pairing each member of the league with a different Power Ranger. Ah. Now I'm going to say a power, or I'm going to say one of the Justice League members. You got to guess which color is going to be teaming up with that person. All right. All right. First up, Batman. Uh, I I want to say Batman might team up with the Black Ranger, but I have a feeling he's going to be teaming up with the Blue Ranger. He's teaming up with the Pink Ranger. Really? Wow. Right. Okay, this is now throwing everything out of loop for me. Okay. Now, Cyborg. Uh, <laughs> Cyborg's black. I'm going to go with Black Ranger. Blue Ranger. Blue Ranger. Oh, tech. That's... Ah. Okay. Right. The Flash. Flash is going to be with the... I'm probably going to get this wrong. Yellow Ranger? Black Ranger. Black Ranger. All right. Green Lantern. John Stewart. Okay. As much as I want to say, you know, Green Ranger? Yellow He's Ranger. He's with the Red Ranger. Yellow. He's with the yellow. Okay. Wait, why would he be so, with yellow? Is that going to, like, destroy his powers? I don't, it, actually, that's even better. Thank you for pointing that out to me. All right. And the I last two... All right, last two is Superman and Wonder Woman. Guess who goes to which one? Superman gets, uh, uh, you know, I've guessed every single one. Superman gets the Green Ranger, Wonder Woman gets the Red Ranger. Correct. Okay. So, yeah, it's a little off on the pairings. I would have maybe put the Flash with the Yellow Ranger, Green Lantern with the Green Ranger, Wonder Woman with the Pink Ranger, Cyborg stays as the Blue Ranger, and then Superman gets the Red Ranger. Yeah, that would have been the only one that makes like sense so far. It's the one, but yeah, right when I thought, right when you said the Yellow Ranger, because I was like, why would you pair the Green? It's like he's like, I'm gonna, oh, I can't. The Yellow Ranger's next to me, so I, I'm scared of yellow. But these are just variant covers on uh, yeah. each issue. Uh, depending on how much they are, I'm probably gonna get them. Hopefully, DCBS gets them. But starting next month in November, you should be able to pre-order anything from January. So that's when I'm uh, pre-ordering cool. it all. So. Fingers crossed there. So yeah, so that means we're gonna have to have um, we're gonna have to do our own crossover episode. Yes, we. Yes, that's actually not a bad idea. So we're probably gonna have a couple of crossover episodes actually uh, this coming because we're also when the crossover episodes happen with Flash and everything like that, we'll be having uh, the Ranger Command Power Hour. Everyone come on and talk about their favorite stuff with the season and everything like that again. So uh, yeah, so get ready for a whole bunch of crossovers on this network. Yes. Um, so that should, yeah, that should be really cool. I think that's gonna, yeah, I don't know. Like to me, right when I heard all this stuff that's coming out next year, and then I know the Power Rangers movie is coming out next year, I was just like, man, they're, they're doing this smart with their, um, uh, marketing with this thing. Now, everyone seems to be, I haven't heard any negativity yet with it. So, but everyone seems to be on board with this new Power Rangers movie. Oh, it looks so good. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like. 
like I have, I didn't hear like, I mean, granted, let's put it this way. When the first Ninja Turtles trailer was finally released, the uh, new, you know, one produced by Michael Bay, there was that huge uproar with everything. Uh, mm-hmm. Power Ranger, I thought, was really going to get a huge backlash, but apparently everybody seems to be fine with what's going to happen with this, so. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Like I was like, I'm talking about Power Rangers. Don't you want to jump on this? And you're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah sorry. Nah, I'm distracted by a shit ton of all this stuff going on right now. But no, nah, right. uh, again, I'm excited for the Power Rangers movie. Um, again, low expectations for this. Um, no, I'm not I, the biggest Mighty Morphin fan, so we'll see. Wait, what? Uh, I'm a I'm a Power Rangers fan, but I'm not a big Mighty Morphin oh, fan. You don't like the original. Um, exactly. Okay, okay, I get what you're saying now. Although, um, I will say this. If one more person comes up to me and goes, where the fuck is Tommy? I'm going to punch someone in the face. Dude, Tommy's coming in on the second movie. Come on, you have to exactly. wait. Uh, watch the series. He didn't show up until like halfway through the first season. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. So, um, But yeah, I think that's uh, about all I got for this... Uh, Season, I know we're going to talk about, uh, I said season, for this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, our season's over, kids. Uh, uh, yeah, 2017 is almost upon us, but luckily we got shows till the rest of the year. Uh, so when we take our break at in December at some point, uh, we'll have one more big movie to talk about. If Kyle and I go ahead and see it, will be the Doctor Strange. Uh, we also might have another movie to talk about. I totally forgot about this. I couldn't for- realize I forgot about it. It's not really comic book news, but they do have comic books of it. But the Star Wars Rogue One uh, news trailer has dropped. If you haven't seen that, looks really cool. So maybe Kyle and I will touch upon that. Uh, we'll probably, I'm pretty sure you're going to go see it. So I'll probably go and see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might do a little episode of that to talk about. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep you guys posted on everything that's Flash, Supergirl, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, a uh, little bit of Agent of Steel with Ghost Rider. I think I got to dive into more of that and see how that's going. Uh, Luke Cage, if you haven't seen it, see it it's it's good um and gear up for you know iron fist coming next year in march which is weird because it kind of yes. took the daredevil slot yeah yeah and yeah i know i was actually quite excited about that because i thought you know we're gonna get like a season three of daredevil and then another show and i'm like just quit doing that shit and give me my fucking shit yeah because so, <laughs> it looks like now we're gonna get iron fist defenders and then uh, punisher yeah, and then I think they're going to be doing the next season of Daredevil. Then they're going to be doing the second season of Jessica Jones. So um, mm-hmm. everything's building in a big, bad way, and we enjoy it and love it. So, uh, yeah, I think that's all I got. Of course, if you want to find us, you can look at us on Twitter and Instagram at Longbox. Uh, yeah, at LongboxCast. Um, go ahead and check those things out. Follow us on Twitter. Give us a like on the Facebook page. Uh, Kyle, do you have anything else to add if people want to find you or are looking for you? Like, yeah. yeah, you guys can always find me on Twitter at Dimple underscore Ranger, where I've been live tweeting to the best of my ability about the DCW shows and bad-mouthing Steve because he's never on Twitter to hear it. Um, Yay. Also been uh, doing a lot of work for my Pokemon podcast, which has been doing pretty good lately. Uh, I just had third episode out. Hopefully uh, we'll have another one soon. Uh, make sure to follow that at Victory Road Pod, where we are also doing a contest for a free copy of Pokemon Sun or Moon, your choice. Ah, yes. 
Um, I don't know if the contest is still going on. Uh, I meant to mention this on Socially Awkward. Uh, we do have a new show that just dropped uh, on the network as well, and they're also doing a contest of uh, the Ballpark Bros. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe they're giving away a copy of a Michael Jordan's book. Um, nice. I don't know much of the details on that one, so if the contest is still going on, definitely check that out. But if you're a sports fanatic and you've been wanting us to have finally a sports show on the network, <laughs> check out uh, Ballpark Bros. So, uh, and also, yes, definitely check out uh, – now, question about your contest, Kyle. Yes. Uh, I don't care about a Michael Jordan book as much, but I do care about a copy of a video game. Can people on the network win? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know we can. Oh, we can? Okay. Because yes. um, I know uh, Zach from Ranger Command Power Hour entered, so it's okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, I better get on that. I've also won um, a few things from Ranger Command Power Hour, so it's okay. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Uh, okay, well, that's kind of cool, because actually I'll be doing a contest once Arcade Bros has host uh, another co-host or whatnot, but I'll be giving away... Uh, I have four games to give away, actually, so... Nice. Um, Although, if you wouldn't mind having Arcade Bros retweet that contest to get that out there a little bit... I can totally do that. Awesome. Arcade Bros obviously won't win, but if you wish to enter with your Twitter account, you're more than welcome to try. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I can definitely retweet that. I'll uh, go ahead and do that as soon as possible, and I can even post a thing on the Facebook our Facebook page to let people know where they can go for that contest. Cool. So that works out. But yeah, so I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Longbox Cast. I want to thank you guys all. This was a big, fat, meaty episode for you kids. So yes, yes. Uh, enjoy because we had a lot to talk about. Uh, the DCW is in full effect. Uh, Marvel's gearing up for their last film of the year. And uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. were like, uh, why don't we just remove the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and just put Ghost Rider uh, in the show? But we'll see. All right, Kyle, I guess take us away with those lovely words everyone likes to hear. Long box cast. Too many issues for a short box. Weren't you going to say anything?